Hello everybody, it's Daniel speaking and this is our next Emotional English Podcast where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course, positively. Today we have another day and another chance to learn English. I'm so sorry about my uh, about my schedule. It's not very stable right now, but I'm trying to do my best and I'm trying to organize my life in a daily basis. And uh, today is uh, February, right? It's the third, third month of my personal evolution microhabiting thing. And uh, my first year, my first month of uh, microhabits, my ha- microhabiting thing was December. I, uh, I've made uh, the choice of uh, early um, awakening. So I uh, uh, wake up 5.30 a.m. every day uh, and I'm pretty consistent in this case. Uh, next thing I've made in January, I was meditating and uh, it was kind of amazing. So every morning I meditate for five minutes. If I do have an extra time, I can meditate in the evening. And uh, today is the day, uh, is February, right? I'm trying to read uh, almost uh, every day. Uh, and actually that's uh, the month number three. So it's the 25 minutes at least. Now I, I do some about 30 minutes daily. Uh, of a new uh, content, right? And actually, I've just finished another book about time management. Uh, really cool. I love this type of experience. And uh, yeah, when uh, I just wake up uh, and uh, then I do something uh, important for me and I read books, uh, new content is coming to my mind and it is uh, changing and transforming my thoughts and I can easily live life. Okay, it helps me to live life. So that's the month number three, microhabiting. It's the reading every day. And I'm not giving up uh, with uh, other uh, microhabits I've got already, right? I've created already. So uh, now I'll, I uh, have the habit of uh, waking up very early. Second habit is uh, to meditate. And third habit is to read books every day consistently 20 at least 25 minutes a day this is my minimal story so we go deeper and uh, i try to uh, continue with my uh, second part of the negative confession discussion and today we discuss uh, 42 rules of this document and before we start i want to say i want to announce another mistake i've made previous podcast it was the word papyrus Let's repeat with me this word papyrus, papyrus, papyrus. Yeah, I've said something like uh, papyrus, I think. Uh, so I've uh, missed the um, uh, correct um, stress, uh, right word stress. And now you can hear the word, the correct uh, stress. It's uh, papyrus, right? The papyrus is the old style paper, right? Uh, which ancient Egyptians used. I think they were first, right? Who used that? <laughs> and yeah, the papyrus, if I'm not mistaken, it's the type of plant, right? And you use this type of plant to make this uh, paper. Uh, yeah, papyrus. Okay, let's go back and uh, let's read what the papyrus said about 42 uh, rules of life. Uh, these are the modern, not not modern, the old style rules, uh, like a religious uh rules or goals 
which people uh, were following. And uh, these are pretty interesting ones, right? Um, as usual, okay, I want to read uh, the statement, right? Uh, let's say the rule number one. And I will give you an example how it looks. And then I will skip some parts because, for example, right? The, the rule number one, hail, Yuzek Nemt who comest forth from Anu, I have not committed sin. So the first part, this hail, right? Uh, this thing is kind of super Egyptian religious thing, right? Um, and I want to say this, I have not committed sin. This is the most important part for me. The first part, it's just probably the person who comes forth from Anu. Probably the Anu, it's the, the first guy, right? As we've seen before, it was like the most important, um, uh, something like uh, God or whatever. Anu was a very important person uh, in the whole concept. And uh, yes, oh, Ani, Ani was... <laughs> the, the guy, right, of Ani. Yes, um, it was like the priest Ani. But here is Anu. Anu, probably it's one of the gods, right? And Usek Nemt, uh, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, it, it was somebody. Let me double check who was Usek Nemt, right? All right. Who is it? Yeah, okay. Um, Who is it? Okay, they don't say they just say that that it's it's someone who comes from uh, fourth from anu okay um yeah okay yeah again it's all about negative confession so google does not know who is usek usek named okay never mind guys so the idea is the second part so all of these statements right all of these rules do have this hail hemt het who comest forth from Ker Aha. Hail Fenty, who comest forth from Kemenu. Right, probably these are the names of gods, the people who were standing in front of you uh, because you were kind of proclaiming things. You were kind of saying different things in front of them. And uh, yeah, so that's probably the thing. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, in the presence of gods, uh, you know, you kind of, um, reciting, right. Uh, saying things about your life. And yeah, the first statement you do is you saying, I have not committed sin. I have not committed sin. Uh, what is sin? Uh, the word committed, you know, already, right. We, we, we've discussed it previously, uh, but the sin is a very important thing, actually. Um, let's imagine um, the wrong action in life, right? Something wrong you've done, and this is the sin. And, you know, in, in Christianity, there are many things you can do incorrectly, and you call them sins, sins, right? Uh, when you commit a sin, uh, you kind of transgressed, right? Uh, or you uh, you did something wrong, right? You committed sin. But here, you claiming that you have not committed sin. You didn't do something wrong, right? You haven't done something wrong. And this is the first statement, okay? So your life was pure. That's what you say. 
I have not, it's the number one. Number two, I have not committed robbery with violence. I have not committed robbery with violence. Robbery is uh, the stealing, right? And you have not committed, you didn't steal anything with violence. It means you didn't hit anybody, you didn't um, touch anybody, you didn't push anybody, right, with full of your power potential. Yeah, so you have not committed robbery. That's the second statement. The third one is, I have not stolen. Again, very similar. Actually, all of these rules are pretty connected to each other. And, but they do have some difference probably. I have not committed robbery. Maybe it was not, uh, you haven't been a part, right, of a group uh, of robberies. Um, and here you have, I have not stolen. It means you didn't get anything from someone else. I have not stolen. Yeah, the good statement. Do not steal, people say. So you have not stolen. It means that you didn't steal. Number four. I have not slain men and women. Very good one. I have not slain men and women. Okay. Uh, the thing here is you can say, you can ask um, what is slain, right? And it's pretty simple. Uh, you didn't kill anybody. <laughs> so, you know, the word slain means to kill. You have not slain men. And women, so you didn't kill anybody, and you proclaiming this in front of gods, right? Is here I see Amhabit, right? Amhabit. I have not slain men and women. You didn't kill anybody. Yeah, don't slain people, guys. Do not slain. Next one. I have not stolen grain. Okay, again, I have not stolen grain. Very interconnected with I have not committed robbery and I have not stolen. All of these are about the same, about stealing things. And here, probably I have not stolen grain. It's related to food, right? You have not stolen grain. Uh, you can use grain to uh, produce bread, right? Grains are important. Because without a grain, you cannot bake a bread. So I have not stolen grain. About stealing, right? Stealing is bad. And they show here that do not steal, do not steal, do not steal. Three times already. I have not uh, prolonged uh, offerings, right? This is a beautiful word, prolonged, right? And again, this word connected with stealing again actually right uh, if me if if i'm not mistaken uh purloined yes it's correct <clears throat> purloined means to steal again just another usage probably i have not purloined offerings but this is a little bit context here so offerings it means that Let's imagine somebody offered something to someone and you had stolen it, right? So you haven't purloined, purloined offerings. You didn't steal something which somebody offered to God or someone offered to someone else, right? You don't want to steal offerings because offerings, uh, they are not for you. It's not your offering. It's not the offerings for you. It's the offerings to someone else, right? So do not steal offerings, they say. Again, steal, 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 all about stealing. 
Another one about stealing. I have not stolen the property of God. I have not stolen the property of God. So let's imagine somebody made an offer to God and you had stolen it. Uh, So when somebody offered something to God, it means that now it's the property of God. Property means uh, someone owns it, right? For example, when you have your house, you have your flat, it's your property, okay? And uh, when you have not stolen the property, you're good. You're good. But when you do, when you have stolen the property of God, you go to hell. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Again, five, right? We've got five things, five statements already about stealing things. So just do not steal. Let's uh, conclude it. Do not steal. Next one. I haven't uttered lies. I haven't uttered lies. Okay. To utter, it means to say something, right? To utter. Uh, And uh, here, I have not uttered lies. So you haven't proclaimed, you haven't said, you haven't uh, given uh, any lies to someone, right? You should. So you haven't uttered, you haven't said any lie to someone else. It's about lying. So do not lie. We can just uh, conclude it with this case. Do not lie. So you haven't uttered lies. Probably, I hope you haven't. (laughs) So I have not uttered lies. You saying it in front of God's. Next, I have not carried away food. I have not carried away food. Again, about stealing. When you carry something away, it means that you're stealing something. You know, you are holding it in your hands and you running away. Carried away food. It means you see the food somewhere, you carry it away and uh, it's not yours, right? You didn't pay for it probably. And when you haven't carried away food, it means you haven't stolen anything. You're good. Again, sixth, right? Sixth thing about food, about stealing. So probably it was very important to uh, not touch anything what is not yours, right? I have not uttered curses. Oh, this is a good one. I have not uttered curses. What is curses? Curses, it's a bad things, bad words about others, right? Let's imagine uttered, you know this word, right? So when you say, when you proclaim, when you um, uh, give a word about someone, right? And here, I have not uttered curses. You didn't say bad words um, about somebody else. Let's say, I will curse you, right? Let's imagine this phrase. I say, I will curse you. It means I will uh, use uh, the the magic, right? the dark magic, right? You will feel uh, bad luck until the end of your days. This is a curse. When you say, oh my God, things are going wrong every day. Things goes wrong every day. Uh, go wrong every day. It means that you, you you don't know what's going on, but just everything is unlucky, right? You are unlucky. Uh, so, and uh, luck is not following you. The absence of luck, it's a curse. Okay, just have this connection in your mind. I have not uttered curses. 
And when you're not proclaiming, when you're not saying any curses, it's good for you. It's good in front of God's. I have not committed adultery. Adultery. So this is a really cool word, actually. Let me just double check the pronunciation. Am I correct? Uh, adult. Yeah, adultery. But, you know, you're adult, right? Adultery. Yes, of course. Um, you have not committed adult uh, adultery, right? Adultery, it's a really bad thing. It's um, unfaithfulness. Unfaithfulness. It's, um, it's when you see someone's beautiful, let's say it's about the person. And uh, probably uh, it's about, uh, about wives, right? Uh, about uh, girlfriends of others, right? You, you, you know that this girl has a boyfriend, right? When you do a wrong thing, you commit uh, adultery. Adultery, it's probably, okay, I can say this. It's a, a voluntary sexual intercourse that uh, what the English English um, dictionary is saying to us. Uh, and you have not committed voluntary sexual intercourse. You didn't sleep. You didn't kiss. You didn't do wrong with a person who is not your spouse, right? Yes. You have not committed adultery. Do not kiss. Do not have sex with a person who is not yours. Because this is an unfaithful action unfaithfulness okay do not do this adultery thing is bad and you have not committed it right i hope <laughs> so the next one number 12 um i have made none to weep i have made none to weep it means that you didn't do something wrong with other people because they can weep they can cry in the reason of your actions and you haven't made none you haven't made a man to weep or the woman to weep it means that you didn't do something wrong and in the reason of that action someone else is crying you didn't do it okay nobody's crying in the reason of your actions in other words okay you haven't made none to weep to weep means to cry do not weep i can say to you Yes, English is tough, but do not weep, do not cry, okay? Next one. I haven't eaten the heart. I haven't eaten the heart. Wow. Probably this is, I hope it's idiomic, right? Um, it, okay. It, but, you know, I, I've just checked. It's just, uh, it could be translated as does mean severe regret okay over remorseful okay this is a very cool remorse it's the bad feelings inside of you and um when you over remorseful you think very negatively in this way when you have not eaten the heart it means that you're you've been positive what i see what i uh, can understand I have not eaten the heart means you were a heartful person. You, you have heart. You have this understanding of life. You're taking care of others. You have heart. But when you have eaten the heart, it means you don't feel life anymore as something good. So you are full of remorse. You over remorse. Uh, 
uh, you know, you just have too much regrets. And yeah, this is the idea. So, um, yeah, please do not eat the heart <laughs> in not, not with a direct meaning, right? So direct meaning is bad too. It's about food and do not use human flesh as your food option. <laughs> Next one, number 14. I have not attached any men. I have, oh, sorry, not attached, attacked, right? Attacked. I have not attacked any men. And men in this thing, it's a human and it's very connected with the first one, which we said about, I have not uh, slain men, right? I have not slain men. The same thing actually, right? So you have not attacked any men. This is good. This is good. So you haven't attacked any men. So you're good. You didn't touch. You didn't do unlawful action. It's good. I'm not a man of deceit. Another statement, number 15. I'm not a man of deceit. Again, you're not a cheater. When you say it, I'm not a man of deceit, it means I'm not a cheater. I didn't cheat in my life, right? I'm not a man of deceit. And again, can you imagine uh, all of these things uh, were vitally important for ancient Egyptians, right? Could you imagine what type of culture they've got, right? As I understand now, they've got much better culture than we have right now because we have now, okay, do not kill, do not lie. Actually, it's just um, the approximate statements, right? Approximate, please do not do this, do not do that. But here they have this structure, 42 rules, which are vitally important in front of uh, the God's eyes, right? Vitally cool, really nice. I'm not a man of deceit. I'm not a liar. I'm not a cheater. I'm not a bad person, right? In this case. I'm not a man of deceit. The next one. I have not stolen cultivated land. <laughs> I have not stolen cultivated land. Again, it's it's historically connected with the lifestyle of ancient Egyptians probably because they've had um, a lot of agriculture things, right? And uh, yeah, you have not stolen cultivated land. So you have your own land and you cultivate your land on your own. You're not using um, the, you know, the results of other people, right? You're using the results of your own actions because when something is cultivated, it means that somebody have made a work, right? Somebody invested a lot of time, energy, right? You can cultivate your muscles. You can cultivate your English. It means that you invest a lot of potential and energy into something important and here someone have not stolen cultivated land and i can say it's like an idiom right so you have not stolen something uh with a lot of investments inside okay cultivated land it's something idiomically uh full of uh, others energy right somebody invested a lot into something and you had stolen it, you're a bad person. <laughs> 17, I have not been an uh, eavesdropper. Eavesdropper, eavesdropper. Eve, am I correct in this case again? Eavesdro I know what it means, but I want to double check the meaning 
uh, the not the meaning, the pronunciation of this word because I can do it incorrectly. Let give me one second, guys. I don't want to say papyrus anymore, papyrus, right? As you got now. So, oh yeah. Um, okay, eavesdropper. Yes. Um, okay, eavesdropper. This is the correct pronunciation. I have not been an eavesdropper. In this case, imagine the person who is listening, listening um, something secretly, right? Let's imagine you see that somebody is gossiping, la, 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 saying some secrets, right? And you are standing in front of the door. You know that somebody is speaking about you, for example, right? And you are not entering that door. You're listening carefully. And this is eavesdropping, right? Or you are the eavesdropper in this case, right? So you are listening something secretly, ungracefully, because you're not showing up. Nobody knows that you are listening. This is eavesdropper. The person who is an eavesdropper is listening and information ungracefully, secretly, without showing up. It's not your business, but you're listening. Eavesdropper. Uh, somebody is saying some gossips about things and you are uh, secretly listening, you know, standing in front of the door, not showing up. Eavesdropper. Do not be an eavesdropper, guys, because this is a sin, a sin, an unlawful action. I have not been an eavesdropper. Haven't listened. Uh, listened information ungracefully or secretly. That's the connection with this statement, number 17. Number 18 is, I have not slandered anyone. This is a good word, slander, slander. I have not slandered anyone. Okay, imagine you have someone and you are in the group, right? You are standing in the group of people. And you're saying, oh, and you, you see your friend, right? There is a friend of yours and uh, the group is looking at you. You're trying to be cool. You're trying to be cool and you're saying, ha, 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 you know, this guy uh, had eaten shit, right? Had eaten poop, right? And you're saying these words in front of a random group of people, right? Random group. Um, in front of group of people and your uh, friend uh, now ashamed. He is ashamed or she is ashamed. Now she feels very bad because you just said that she or he had eaten a poop. Shit, right? This is very bad thing <laughs> and in front of the eyes of all people who are standing there the the man the person the lady had eaten poop had eaten shit not very good okay the person is ashamed uh, and uh you look cool because you said that people respected you but the person feel ashamed and uh a lot of shame there okay and uh, this action, which you've just finished, right? Which you've done is defame or smearing, okay? So this action called smearing. Uh, when you smear, 
smear, smearing, sorry, smearing. Uh, when you smear, you say bad things about others. And that is slender, too slender, to defame, to smear. The same synonymic words, right? So to slander, it means to say some bad things about someone else in front of others. And you are ashaming people, right? People are ashamed in the reason of your actions. So you're slandering, you're defaming, you're smearing, okay? Not good action at all. So to try to not do this thing. I was a kid and I was ashamed a lot of times. Not very good and pleasant feeling, guys. And yes, um, don't do this with your friends because they can be in a big depression after all. Don't do it. Next, 19. I have not been angry without just cause. I've not been angry without just cause. Okay, in this case, um, so anger is bad in general because it's a negative uh, feeling, right? Negative reaction. And uh, when you have not been angry without just cause, it means that uh, you didn't feel anger. But you can feel anger when you have a real reason, right? When you didn't have a reason, so it means that it's a little bit unlawful, um, you know, in this case, when you're angry without a reason, this is bad. But when you are angry in the reason, right, with a reason, it means it's okay. It's not that bad. <laughs> you're fine. You're not going to hell. Um, you have not been angry without just cause or reason. I have not uh, debouched the wife or of any man. Debouched. Okay, this is very interesting. Oh, let me double check the meaning, uh, the pronunciation again. Debouched or debouched? Because I can be debouched, yeah, because the second syllable is you. Yes, debouched. It's D-E-B-A-U-C-H-E-D. Debouched. And this is, again, very similar to uh, what we've got before. Um, it's about, it's about uh, adultery, right? Yeah, very close. So... I have not debouched the wife of any man. It, mean a, it means sinful action, right? Sinful action. It means very wrong action. Sexual move related to the someone's wife. And uh, this is the to debouch, to make an unlawful action related to this move of someone's wife. Okay. And uh, yeah, just... To be debouch, it means to uh, to be very sexually intercoursed. <laughs> I just don't want you to have to use this word in a daily basis. But to debouch, it means to be a very uh, how, what is the word here? Uh, slotty, right? So to be slotty, to be like a slut. Okay, to be a person who is sexually uh, reacting every single time with without uh, checking the person, you just sleeping with the person. It's the same actually, debouch, to debouch, right? Have this in mind. Um, yeah, 
I have not debauched the wife of any man. Very bad. It's the, the, the law number 20. The next, the law number 21. I have not debauched the wives of other men. Okay. The wife. And now I have not debauched the wives of other men. Probably, uh, you know, probably in old cultures, they had many wives, right? Not only one. Uh, some people had many wives. They had these beliefs. And maybe this is in interconnected with that statement. Debouched the wives of other men. Again, so indulging, right? Um, yeah. Um, next is, I have not polluted myself. Oh my God, this is a very good one. Uh, I have not polluted myself. It means that you are not, um, you're not doing wrong actions with yourself. So let's say you had a good reputation and then you did something wrong and you polluted your reputation, right? You had polluted your reputation You did because you did something wrong. And this pollution, it's your... It's your color, right? If you're a white man, not by the skin color, right? I'm saying white idiomically. Uh, white, it means untouched, right? Uh, and unpolluted. Then you, did, you do something wrong. You pollute yourself. Let's say you lie to other people. You slain other people. You debouch the wives of other men. It means pollution. So any wrong action is the pollution of yourself. Just imagine that and remember that. Do not pollute yourself. The air can be polluted, right, by the factory. But this is the use. This is the context of your personal skill or your personal characteristics, right? Do not pollute yourself. Very good statement. I have not polluted myself. Uh, 23. I have terrorized, I have terrorized none. It means nobody. I have terrorized nobody. Okay. You didn't terrorize. You didn't do something wrong with others, right? You didn't terrorize none. It's a good statement. You have not terrorized. You haven't, you, you have terrorized nobody, right? You can say that. Or you haven't terrorized anybody, right? In other use. I have not transgressed uh, transgressed uh, the law. Okay. You didn't break any laws. Transgressed, another way. Uh, cross pass, uh, transgress, um, then break, right? M committed sin. All the same thing, actually. Yeah, all of these rules are very interconnected. Why do they have so many of them? Yeah, interesting. Maybe that's... That was important. Yeah, maybe because of that, uh, why they say this, every statement related to the specific God. So you're kind of proclaiming something in front of this specific God. Maybe they had these 42 rules in the reason of that, because they have a specific number of gods standing in front of, in front of you. And that's why you have to say something, right? You cannot say, I didn't kill anybody and that's it. No, you say, I did not slain men and women. I did not kill anybody. I did not attack any man. So, because 
you have many, many gods. Because like I said, they have this phrase in front of the phrase, Hail Ma'antuf, who comest forth from Permenu. Or Menu. So that's why we have so many of them. Interesting. This is this is an interesting philosophy. You need to say something at least. <laughs> um, yeah. So you have terrorized none. You have not transgressed the law. And actually, these 42 are kind of rules or laws which you have not transgressed. Nice. I have not been angry. Again, I have not been angry. Okay, but this is different. I have not been angry, just angry. But another one was more interesting because it was like, I have not been angry without just cause. Okay, so this is just angry. So uh, anger is bad anyway. So do not feel anger at all. I have not shot my ears to the words of truth. Oh. <gasps> This is very good. While you're listening to this podcast, you are listening the words of truth, the words of law, the, law the, the words of good, right? And when you have not listened these trustworthy, nice words, you're kind of closing. You're closing, you're shutting your ears, right? When somebody's saying a good thing to you, do not shut your ears. Listen carefully. Maybe it's going to change your life. So I have not shut my ears to the words of truth. It's the law number 26. Okay, nicely said. I have not uh, blasphemed. Yeah, blasphemed, saying bad words about God. So you have not blasphemed. This is a very important word because when people say that Jesus Christ is bad, this is the blaspheme, to blaspheme, to say bad things about other religions, about other gods. When somebody's saying that Shiva is bad, it means you're saying words um, against another god so you are blaspheming blaspheming okay saying something bad about others so again this is a little bit spiritually connected word right so blaspheming when you're saying bad words about the god not a good thing to do uh, the rule number 28 is i'm not a man of violence i'm not a man of violence okay this is interesting so again um, you didn't kill anybody, you didn't slay anybody, you didn't, you are not the man of violence. Very similar. Number 29, I have not been a steer up of strife. Wow. I have not been a steer up of strife. You know, when you're steering something, you're just, imagine the cup, you, you've added uh, an instant coffee there. Now you need to steer it. You, you added sugar, you steer it, you're mixing, you're blending it inside. And this is idiomic phrase, to steer up a strife, right? Of a strife. It means that uh, you create a word uh, fight or quarrel, right? Let's imagine you're the lady, okay, or the man. In the reason of you, somebody is fighting by words or quarreling, right? When you're not creating the situations like that, you're good. But when you are, you're bad. 
according to this statement. So you have not been a stirrer up of a strife, of strife, right? You're not a creator of a word fight or quarrel. Number 30. So we're going closer to the end. I know, a little bit boring, right? <laughs> but it's just, we're doing it as a research, right? Um, we're revising, we're exploring the knowledge of ancient Egyptians. It's interesting what they say, right? I have not acted with undue haste. I have not acted with undue haste. What does it mean? Undue haste. It means super hurry, right? When you do something with haste, you're doing it very fast and you're trying to be cool in a fast way. Let's, let's imagine the English learning, right? English learning can be done with a haste or without a haste, right? When you do something with a haste, you're trying to finish it fast. Oh, come on, I, it's just 30 minutes. Okay, let's do it fit, quick, right? Let's finish this book very quickly. No, 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 come on, relax. Uh, spend enough time for your English practice, right? Do not try to haste. Try to spend enough time. Don't be in a super hurry, other words. So when you act with undue haste, you do things very fast. Don't do this, okay? Because it's, it's, it's not that good. When you have not acted with undue haste, you're good, according to these paragraphs, right? 31. I have not pried into other matters. I have not pried into others' matters. It means you're not taking care of other things, other businesses, right? It means that someone else has a problem and uh, that person should fix it, not you. So when you're trying to fix the problem instead of a man, this is very bad because the person should have an experience and you are stealing that type of experience from the man not good action so when i see the student and student is struggling ah he can find the word he cannot find the word i'm not saying the word right away right first the student need this struggle the student need to uh go through the struggling because he need to try to find the answer on his own, right? And here, when you say, I have not pried into others' matters, uh, it means that you're not, that you were not trying to fix other troubles or problems right away, okay? It's a good thing. It's a good thing to do. Number 32, I have not multiplied my words in speaking. I have not multiplied my words in speaking. So it means that uh, when you said something, let's say you say about, you say, I'm a good person. That's it, right? This is no, um, no not, not multiple words said, right? But then you can say, I'm beautiful. I'm, am, I'm amazing. I'm wonderful person. You're multiplying your words, right? Multiplying. Multiplication, um, multiplication, 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 sorry, multiplication of words, right? Not good because 
when you're saying that you're a good person, it's enough. Don't try to uh, create jealousy. Don't try to look very cool um, because this is related to your uh, ego, right? Say that you are a good man. That's it. Because people understand if you're a good, wonderful, amazing, beautiful person, people know that without your uh, multiplied words, right? That's the case. The rule number 33, I have uh, wronged none. I have done no evil. Again, you didn't say a bad word about somebody else. You haven't done no, uh, you have done no evil. It means you haven't done evil, right? The same. Uh, you didn't do something wrong. No evil actions, right? 34. I have not worked witchcraft against the king. Okay. Let's imagine Vladimir Putin as a king. And uh, you kind of witchcrafting. You create specific ritual to get rid of him. Not a good thing, right? Because the man has his own way of life and you cannot kill anybody because it's related to killing, slaying others, right? Witchcrafting, it's just, uh, if you're a witch, the person who is making a witchcraft, um, you're doing the wrong thing because you're going against the human life, okay? Witchcrafting is bad, what I think. And Masons, uh, what I know about masonry, they make different actions related to witchcrafting, right? Not very nice. 35. I have never stopped the flow of water of neighbor. I have never stopped the flow of water of neighbor. It means that w the water is essential resource, right? Um, maybe it's idiomically sad here. I don't know. What I see, it could be both uh, direct and idiomic. So, Let's imagine direct meaning. Let's discuss this. When you have a direct meaning, it means somebody else, somebody has uh, the water source and then you just clogging it, right? You stopping the flow of water. So now the person has no water. He cannot have a shower. He cannot uh, drink water, right? It's a problem. Uh, it's a discomfort for somebody else. So. Another meaning is idiomic meaning, let's say you stopping the flow of water of a neighbor. Let's imagine someone has, somebody has a has luck, right? And you're trying to stop, you, you try to slain, you try to destroy the luck of somebody else, right? This is an unlawful action. You will never create your own luck on the destruction of others' luck, right? So the same here. Do not stop the flow of water of another man or your neighbor. Uh, next number is 36. I have never raised my voice. Okay. <laughs> I think it's impossible to do. Uh, I think here we have it in a negative manner, right? When you, when you use your voice in a negative context and you're raising your voice, you try to scream, you try to fight with your voice, right? Not good action. Number 37, I have not cursed God. Again, like we said, we discussed before, curses or cursed words are the bad words. Uh, and when you say the F word, F-U-C-K word, right? It's a cursed 
word, right? It's a curse language. Uh, don't do it. Don't curse God. Do not say bad things about gods. It's very dissatisfying. It's very dissatisfying. You'll have the dissatisfaction in the end for sure, okay? Um, I have not acted with arrogance. I have not acted with arrogance. Again, I see this as a synonym of I have not multiplied my words in speaking, right? When you have acted with arrogance, you have said a lot of words, good words about yourself. So this is all about self-importance. When you're arrogant person, you're egocentric, you are concentrated on yourself, right? Don't not be arrogant. Be yourself, but not arrogant, okay? You have arrogance anyway when other people say good words about you. Do not say these words personally, right? Let other people say these words. It's good. It's better. 39. I have not stolen the bread of the gods. Again, somebody offered food to gods and you stealing the food from gods. Not good. You have not stolen the bread of the gods. I have not carried away the Kenfu cakes, probably the specific type of cake from the spirits of the dead. Yeah, maybe that type of, okay, let's, let's double check. Kenfu cakes, Kenfu, Kenfu, K-H-E-N-F-U cakes. Um, what is that? <laughs> let's check. Probably my guess is it's the specific type of cake which you offer to uh, um, to uh, dead people, right? Souls. Yes. Um, you shall have the mastery over your legs and you shall have satisfaction in your hearts and your gods shall present unto you your canfu cakes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they don't say... What is it? I, I, I don't see it. But what I understand, it's the type of food or sacrifice you make uh, to the spirits of the dead, right? Kenfu cakes. Maybe to, you can offer it to gods as well, Kenfu cakes. I don't know. What is Kenfu? Probably something important and related to your soul, related to your life. When you sacrifice it, it's good. 41. Okay. I have not snatched away the bread of the child, not treated with contempt the God of my city. Okay, this is a good statement. So again, about stealing, snatching uh, away, it means stealing the bread of the child. So you just, when you steal things from little a human, right? From little men, from child, uh, children. It's not good. And then, nor treated uh, with the contempt, the gods of my city. It means you have the god of your city and you're not giving enough attention to him, to it, right? Oh, so sorry. I'm a little bit yawning today. Um, yeah. So it's important to give enough respect to the god of your city uh, or your own God, which you believe in, right? Or no gods if you're just 
if you're not a believer at all. And the last but not least, the number 42. I have not slain the cattle belonging to the God. Again, you didn't kill the cattle. It's the pigs or cows, right? Or chicken. And it's belonging to the God. No, no, a cattle, it's not a chicken, sorry. It's the pigs or cows, right? Of a farmer. So it's the cattle. Uh, and this cattle belonging to the God, it means that somebody sacrificed it or gave it to uh, to the um, to the God, right? So God owns it, right? When you slain it, when you kill it, not good, not good of yours. And this is the end. <laughs> 42 rules. And what I can say about this, yeah, it's kind of bored. But I, I was bored, to be honest, right? Uh, but we should finish something which we've uh, wanted, right? If, if you want uh, something, you should finish it. Uh, and uh, we've touched many interesting words. For example, debouch, pollute your soul. Terrorize, transgress, uh, blaspheme, right? Violence, stir up of strife, uh, undue haste. There are many interesting phrases here which you can use, right? Deceit, uh, which we discussed before. Utter, right? To weep. Good words. And you can just rephrase them or use them in your daily speech uh, when you want it, right? If you want to double check all the meanings of these words, just Say it again. But okay, let's make it more interactive right now. I will ask you the word and you give me the answer. It's already 53 minutes. Oh my God, that's a long story today. Anyway, adultery. What is adultery, guys? Do you remember? When you commit adultery, what it means? What it means? Of course, it's an unfaithful action, right? When you're trying to have a sexual intercourse with someone. What do you think about weeping, right? Weeping is good or bad? Of course, it's not good. When you weep, you cry, and crying is not very cool. Be happy about things. What about uh, slander, slandering? It's the same as defaming, smearing, right? When you say bad things about somebody else, you're slandering, not good. What about debouching? To debouch? Debouch, it's a very bad thing because you having the same thing as uh, adultery. Not a good thing, right? You're trying to uh, make a sinful action. It's a sexual move, sexual intercourse with some someone's wife. Not good to debouch. Transgressing the law. What does it mean, guys? Yeah, transgressing the law, it means that someone else is uh, breaking the law, transgressing the law, and uh, it's an unlawful action, okay? Next one is blaspheming. Blaspheming means saying bad words about pigs. No, of course not. Saying bad words about gods, about gods. Do not blaspheme because this is very bad. Um, yeah. Okay, let, let's, let's, let's conclude with this case, right? We've got enough um, communication. 
And one and once again, I want to say something about the future upcoming event. Uh, it's going to be not on the fourth of um, March. It's going to be on the fifth of March from one p.m. until uh, three p.m. If you guys are interested, uh, if you live in Moscow, and if you're interested uh, in uh, the live event of Emotional English Podcast, you let me know on my social networks, okay? You let me know. You send me the message. Uh, the ticket cost uh, 800 rubles for people who uh, reserve now. After 20 reservations, the ticket price is going to be 1,000 rubles. So be quick. Reserve your ticket now if you live in Moscow. And uh, yeah, we'll have a nice discussion from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. Uh, on uh, Sunday. Um, it's the 5th of March in Moscow. It's enough for today. Uh, lots of love to you all, guys. Thank you. Um, thank you all uh, being with us today. It's a big pleasure. Learn English, be cool, study language. Next time we'll go to the um, uh, something practical, maybe time management, maybe something practical, some, something related to psychology of success. So I see you very soon. Have an amazing time and be cool with your English. Bye-bye.